Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by Alan Fletcher, Dr. Carl from Neighbours, huge Liverpool fan. He was telling us where he's going to be enjoying the Champions mm. League final. And, of course, the end of Neighbours is nigh after so many years. And he's absolutely gutted. He's also got a new single out. We chatted about that. Um, Martin Kellner joined us with a week of sport on TV. And as is often the case with him, quite a lot more besides... And we had a chat, didn't we? We did, involved. yeah. And he uh, took against one of the most famous bands in the world, as you'll uh, discover. <laughs> They're in the news at the moment. So here it all is. Wimbledon, I don't know if you saw this, <clears throat> Wimbledon are dropping the titles Miss and Misses from their honours board. I couldn't believe it was still there, could you? Yeah, no, it's, a, it's the right thing to do, of course. And apparently, though, the Duke of Kent will now be styled D. Kent's with a Z. Oh, okay, yeah. right, okay. That's, he's got a new one, is he, with a, a dash between the two? Nice. <laughs> Decans won't be happy about this either. This is a sporting measurement. Mm. Uh, there are 150 million rats in Britain. I thought you'd be oh, wow. delighted, isn't it? I love the way you say rats. Rats. Rats, yes. Yeah. Uh, in Britain, vermin. And <laughs> I yeah. need to speak about them like that, but they yeah, are. They are. <laughs> Enough to kill. No, not to kill, to fill. You see, that's not my fault. That's not my typing. <laughs> It's great, isn't it? He's on fire today, isn't he? Were you have a late night last night? Not really, okay. no. I didn't even go to the talk sport party. Okay. I might have done, I might have been better. Yeah. Uh, there are enough rats to fill Wimbledon Centre Court 500 times. Wow, that's an odd sporting measurement, isn't I it? I know. I mean, I Wouldn't don't know. you have used a bigger area less times? <laughs> Wouldn't you have said enough to fill Wembley Stadium? Once. So, <laughs> the idea of rats infesting 500 times, is that what you're 500 saying? 500 times, yeah. What about that? So, you know... That's a lot of rats, Great. really. Yes, that is a lot of rats, Andy, yeah. <laughs> well, it's 150 million of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, talking of Wembley, this bloke wrote to the star today, Ray and Keith Lee, mm. all in <laughs> uppercase, all in capitals, so shouting. Yeah. It appears, I won't shout, it appears that the only answer to pitch invasion and all that goes with it is a return to fencing at Wembley. No one wants to see it. Why Wembley? <laughs> why anywhere, mate? Why That's anywhere? But why possibly Wembley? Possibly the worst idea anyone's <laughs> come up with in the last. That two was weeks. a really terrible idea. Yes, and uh, good to see Abba out in force yesterday. And yeah. uh, Bjorn from Abba, though he's got unfeasibly dark hair. Thank you for the hair dye. <laughs> Tremendous, isn't it? <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah. You were telling us earlier on we can't use the language you use, but you're clearly not a big massive. Um, Abba fan. I hate that music so much. It's really? just not music. It's just pure pap. 
I don't know how anybody could like that. It's just, honestly... God, this is contentious stuff. Bubble gum is This is in the Mike bubble. Graham envelope. This is Adrian... <laughs> the Independent Republic of Andy Jacobs. Yeah, yes, he's really going for it. ABBA? ABBA, did, they've, never, they've had no musical merit at all. Is that what you're saying? None. They're much loved by lots and lots of people, including yeah, sort of musicians and great songwriters. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Why? Was, there was a documentary about them a little while ago. Elvis Costello was on there and everybody sort of talking up the incredible mm. songs that they wrote. I mean, obviously, he's passed you by. And well, he just don't like it. It just doesn't do anything for me. It's just okay, well, look, it's, 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 you know, it's personal preference. Yeah, right? very much and so. not necessarily like, sport. You, like, so you haven't fine. got to worry about that. Uh, Steve McManaman has been interviewed ahead of uh, tomorrow night by The Guardian. Who's he going for? Is he, does well, he, he says, want Real Madrid or Liverpool he, to win? He says, if you push me, I want Liverpool to win. Yeah. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Even this one, Andy, you're not keen on this? Dancing Queen. Yeah. Well, anybody can do that to any song. Yeah, but that's what I hear when I hear their music. You can do that to any song. You can do the greatest bits of it. You can go, na 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 You can do that to anybody's music, can't you? That's true. Oh, yeah. Beethoven's fifth commercial rubbish. So, um, yeah, is oh, um, this one's a stinker. Any other great bits of music you want us to destroy? <laughs> We're quite happy to do that with Andy's na 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 theory. What songs do you like? And give us a song you love. Oh, I mean, well, for example, I was listening to Marvin Gaye on the way in. Which song? Well, I was listening to Let's Get It On and okay. uh, and also What's Going On, a lot of on. <laughs> there's, there's a lot, you know, yeah, What's Going On, Let's Get It well, that's On. That's off the top of my head, but I don't know. I mean, if I went through my Spotify list, there's absolutely But you could even sit there and go, na 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 You're going to do that, won't you? See, you like that song, but if I do that to it, I've killed it, haven't I? You can't kill it like that. Killed it. You can't do that. I know Ali Ross, you can ruin his whole songbook doing that, Andy. Anyway, Abra are coming in this afternoon. All four. I can't wait to see yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, Annie Ross loves it when I don't know the answer to uh, unexpected morons in the bagging area. Mm-hmm. This is his yeah. section in his column, his excellent column, where he basically tips... You know, Great quiz show answers. Great quiz show right, answers. Yeah. For example, uh, this one I didn't know, but Ben Shepherd on Tipping Point. Yes. Richard the Lionheart was the king of England in which century? And yeah. Bloke went 20th, which is obviously okay. ridiculous. But this one, I don't... 20th. I'm not yeah. sure I know the answer to this. Beat the Chasers, Bradley Walsh. Yeah. What Irish city has the airport code ORK? And Warren, the bloke, said pass. I presume it's Cork, is it? It's Cork. Oh, yeah, OK. Yeah. I thought it was, but I didn't know that. I mean, I just thought, that's Ork, not Cork. Right? What did he go with? Bloke, well, I'm guessing it's Cork. Pass. Oh, he went with pass. See, so you don't know not, there. You're, no. I had to guess as well. I didn't think it was that sort of moronic that he didn't know the answer. But, I mean, I mean he's got three of the letters of the word in it. It's a bit of a clue. I Dublin or <laughs> Tipperary, is it? <laughs> no, that's a very good point. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Show me me on the steps of the bombed out church. I would never let you go. If only I had the chance to hold you I kissed you in the boat That was so long ago Here we are, that is um, yeah, Alan Fletcher, friend of the show. Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours, of course, huge Liverpool fan uh, and musician over the years. He's been over here touring with his band and plays regularly with his band uh, in Melbourne. Uh, we're very pleased they joins us now. Alan, uh, good evening. To you, oh, Paul, Andy, great to speak again. It's been a while. It has. This damn virus has kept us kept me away from London. I'm, I'm desperate to get back. Luckily, I'll be back at the end of the end of June. So I'm really looking forward to getting back. Excellent. Brilliant. Are you coming for a tour? Are you sort of speaking to about neighbours, the show, or something like yes, that? Yes. Yeah. A couple of things, actually, Andy. I'm coming over to do um, a couple of weeks' publicity and play some music in London. I've got a couple of gigs in London uh, with my new Americana music. You just played one yeah. of the one of the songs that I'll be I'll be uh, showcasing, and then uh, play a bit of music on some festivals, and then come back in September to do Doctor Carl in conversation. The, the Doctor will see you now, which is the tour that I was going to do. March 2020 cancelled three times. So finally, finally I'm doing it. I'm definitely coming to that. And I hope there's going to be some behind-the-scenes stuff that we never got to <laughs> talk about. And he wants all the dirt. <laughs> I want all That's the right, he wants all the gossip, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got plenty for you, Andy. I've got tons of video footage and lots of music. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a fun show. We, we, we only managed to do it once here in Melbourne. And then, of course, I was about to get on a plane to London and they, can't, and they cancelled everything. But, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing it because so many people have still, still got tickets from 2020. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we need to do it. That is a bit of a departure, uh, music-wise, because the stuff you know we've played before and, and the stuff uh, we, you've talked to us about has been at the sort of rockier end. So this is something a bit different. Yeah, well, that song you just played, which actually, I love the fact you found it. It was released today. It was actually written by a Liverpudlian uh, musician, uh, Chris McIntosh. And, uh, of course, uh, you'd recognise the, the, the reference to the Bombed Out Church being mm. in Liverpool. And um, it's a song I've always been in love with. It's a wonderful sort of folk song. And, um, and, and it was, um, you know, the, 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 every time I go to Liverpool, I, I think of that song. I've always wanted to cover it. So Chris very kindly, uh, you know, sort of said, go ahead, mate, enjoy it. Um, and I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a it's a really nice connection I've got to to Liverpool. 
Your, yeah. your recording, Andy, tells me the last neighbour's... Pr- I mean, it doesn't go out to August the 1st in this country and Australia on the same day, but when's the last actual recording of the show? Well, the last recording is on June the 10th, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually the... It's extraordinary at the moment, the studios. is the only way I can describe it. Every time I walk into the building and turn a corner... I see a face from the past, and some of them are a huge surprise to me. I mean, it's quite remarkable. I, I bumped into Peter O'Brien the other day, who I haven't seen for so, so long. Uh, you know, it's just wonderful. Uh, the last scenes that they've plotted for this show, I, I'd be really disappointed if Neighbours fans from the past, who, who maybe don't watch the show now, I'd be really disappointed if they don't come back and watch these eps because it's a, it's a real celebratory run down through memory lane uh, it's going to be very, very emotional. So please get on board for that sort of last month of Neighbours. Um, uh, it's going to be incredible. Yeah. I'm so grateful to Neighbours. You know, I really love it. And so I'd like to make a very generous offer. Oh, yeah. I'd like to pay for the whole cast to go and have a last supper at Lanzini's, <laughs> even though we've <laughs> never seen it and it doesn't actually exist. Oh. <laughs> very generous of and, me, and, I thought. Andy, that's a year's wages for you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's been a... It's been an interesting time. I think it's been great. I, I'm, a lot of people seem so disappointed that it's going to end, not just me, obviously, but loads of people. It is really a pity, isn't it? It is a huge pity. And, and I think, you know, obviously the cast and the, for the cast and the crew, it's really tough. There's hundreds of people going to lose a job here. Mm-hmm. And Neighbours has been one of the great, great training grounds in Australian film and television for you know, countless numbers of people who have gone yeah. off and done other, other work. But that aside, the outpouring of grief that's come our way from fans, uh, and, and particularly fans in the UK who really count on the show, um, it, it's quite extraordinary. The fan letters we're getting are just amazing, amazing. Yeah. It's easy to forget just that actually how connected people are with the program. And, Andy, I've always known your wonderful connection with the program, and, and uh, uh, but there's, there's people all over the country sort of, uh, in grief and in shock, I suppose, a bit. Yeah. But, you know, that's why we want to make these last episodes a real fabulous celebration, really happy time, um, just to say thank you to everybody and, and um, pay tribute to what's been a wonderful, wonderful show for 37 years. Are you going to take a bit of memorabilia? You know, Gary the Pigeon, well, you could have him stuffed. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, if I can catch him. Yeah, yeah no, I am. Um, <laughs> I've actually got my eyes on a couple of things, uh, but unfortunately other people have too. So the, the joke was we'd all run around and put our stickers on on things we wanted with our name and, and so forth. But the trouble is, you know, you go you go to something, you turn it over and it's already got a sticker on it. Um, I just don't think I don't think anybody's going to be allowed out of the building without any without yeah, carrying anything. I did actually make a joke. I've got some nice outfits that Carl had. And I thought on the last scene, I might just do a runner wearing what I've got on, and um, at least I get one decent suit out of the thing. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Well, maybe to use all the knowledge you've built up over the years, medical knowledge, and become a doctor. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've amassed so much by osmosis that you could just you could probably do a crash That's course. True. <laughs> well, if I, particularly particularly if I did it in some sort of very distant Scottish town, perhaps. And, <laughs> and just hope the NHS didn't catch me. Yeah. <laughs> now you are a big Liverpool mm. fan. We often talk Liverpool yeah. with you, you and your lad. So, um, where are you going to be watching? Uh, sort of. Well, what time will it be for you? About sort of four or five, five in the morning. A. Yeah. Yeah. Five a. Five a.m. We'll be getting up for it all, all over. 
all over Melbourne. Uh, certainly here in Melbourne, there's a massive Liverpool supporters club. Uh, I won't go to the pub this this time around. There are pubs all over Melbourne where, where there are a lot of fans will congregate. Um, but uh, just just for COVID safety, I'll stay at home uh, with my son, who, who is going to come over to visit. Um, so it, it's a bit of a lonely thing, but the great thing is I can, of course, uh, text and uh, and FaceTime with friends in the UK simultaneously to the to the game being played. So it, it's still you know it's still going to be a bit, bit of a celebration. Um, and of course, the one thing about finishing neighbours is that if we if we get Champions League again next year, the year after. Uh, I'll probably be free to finally make that that journey to actually watch it live. Oh wow! Um, but I, I've actually punished myself tonight. I deliberately punished myself in preparation for the game by watching the 2018 highlights in Kiev. Um, <laughs> and, and my goodness, it was the horror of it just comes comes back very solidly with some you know those terrible carrier's howlers and yeah, just just it was just a dirty night. But um, I'm very confident about. About this year, I think uh, I think on paper Liverpool have got the team to get over Real, and um, particularly, particularly I think with uh, with the front three firing so as well as they are, and hopefully Salah stays on the pitch and doesn't get injured. Yeah, there was no <coughs> Ramos this time, so hopefully he will be able yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you've obviously yeah. seen our own Max Rushton, of course, presenting uh, Stan's coverage for you in Australia. Yeah. Well, and doing a very, very good job of it too. And um, he's, he's he's a funny bloke, and um, I'm loving his posts. He's actually still posting from London, but using Melbourne backdrops. It's yeah, very I funny. Know. On he loves that. He loves <laughs> that joke. He's hammered it into yeah. the ground. It's not like him to do <laughs> that, really, with a joke. We should, we should just say, Alan, that last week you did a, a very brave post on Instagram. You probably put it on Twitter as well about the alopecia you've been suffering and from, and just to put people's minds at rest because people were thinking that you weren't well, but it was just. Not just, but it was this condition that you've got, and you confronted it, uh, f- you know, full on. Yeah, I, I, well, I had to because, uh, see, Andy, the um, the the UK fans actually got to see Carl's hair loss. We tried to make a light of it that he'd, he'd lost his hair because of using a bad, a dodgy hair product, and um, the, the Australian audience was going to see it on the first of June. So I thought. I know what I'll do. I'll let everybody know what's going on with my alopecia yeah, when that happens. But there were so many fans posting online that, you know, is Alan Fletcher unwell? Uh, you know, he's, look, he's, why is he losing all this hair? I just had to get out there and, and just and, and, and get public with it because it's really, really important that people understand that, you know, there's so many people, particularly young young uh, uh, men and women who suffer from this that uh, they go through a terrible time uh, it, it's really really hard for young people to, to lose to lose their hair in significant patches uh, for, for an old fellow like myself not so grim and um, I'm quite philosophical about it uh, but I have got definitely got a, a, a very interesting new look which you'll get to see when I get over um, <laughs> It's, it's, it's a bit uh, like my look, strange. so it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, just something I have to get used to. But uh, uh, people tell, people have been very kind. They tell me I've got a good shaped head. The, the reaction to the, the video I did was actually huge. So many people messaging me saying, look, my my you know, mother, brother, son, whatever, you know, suffers from mm. alopecia. And thank you for saying, saying, speaking out about it. Well, um, enjoy the game, Alan. And we look forward to seeing yeah. you when you uh, come over in a, in a, a couple of months. And uh, yeah, we hope the, the final scenes go well at Neighbours. We'll catch up with you soon. All the best. Thank you so much, guys. I can't wait to catch up with you again. And go, go Reds. Hey, indeed. <laughs> well, sorry. Where can people find the new song? Where can they? Where can they find it online? 
Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, all the all the usual uh, streaming platforms, Spotify and so forth. And I've got more music coming out right throughout the year, so I'd love people if they wouldn't mind just to, just to follow me on the platforms like Spotify. Just follow follow my my profile because then they'll, they'll get alerted about all the new music. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I can't see Liverpool not winning a penalty shootout, mm, and the no. way they were so strong against Chelsea in those two shootouts, I think they only missed one penalty. Yeah, so. Courtois says he's prepared to take one. Yeah. If well, it comes to it. I hope it's better than Kepa. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Any, re- any regrets about court losing Courtois? No, no, he wanted to go. I yeah. mean, he's become a much better keeper. Yeah. When he first went there, and even for Chelsea, he made he made the odd rick. He was all right. He was, he's just become a... Br- I think he's the best keeper in the world now. Mm. Obviously, Alisson's not bad either. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some great players on show. Modric as well, he's just... Fascinates me. He gets stronger as the game goes on. You think it would be the reverse of that? Yeah. But he's just still a brilliant player, even at thirty-seven or whatever he is. No, they, they should match up well. It should be a cracking game, actually. Live on Talksport tomorrow night, eight o'clock kickoff. Now, normally around this time, we bring hmm. you the Fools panel, but that finished last week. But what we haven't done is given you the final placings oh, well, and the final scores. And told you, I wonder who's won it. What happened last week? Well, we went into the last week with myself. And the pros, neck and neck. Oh, and that is exciting. We were both on 86 points. uh, And then we had a bit of a drop-off to the commentators, solidly mid-table with 70. Then we had the TalkSport listeners who Mm. were on 65. And Andy Jacobs trailing the field on 61 points. Confirming what the listeners know about me. I know absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So this is uh, what unfolded. Uh, Danny Mills' guesses were Burnley to beat... Sorry, Newcastle to beat Burnley 2-1, which they did. He went for a Leeds draw, which uh, wasn't uh, an issue for him, of course. Um, And he went with um, uh, Spurs to beat Norwich 4-0. And he also went with Liverpool to beat Wolves 3-1. So he got seven points, which is a pretty tidy haul on the last... I won't go through every game. Did I beat that? This no, is the question. I got Liverpool versus Wolves right. <laughs> That's um, good. And I got the outcome of Norwich Spurs right. But that was it, just the four points for me. Oh dear. Which meant the pros, I think it might be one of the first times they've won the league. You think they'd win it every year. But they finished on 93. I finished on uh, 90. Then the uh, the commentators, it was a solid two. Um, I think it was Dance who represented the commentators. Uh, no, it was Nigel. Was it Nigel? It might have been Nigel. Representing the commentators, uh, Nigel Adley. And um, they finished on 72. Mm. Uh, but interestingly, Andy, I'm just I'm, I'm looking, I might have made a mistake on this. Um, Brentford v Leeds, uh, I've given you a point for that, and you said Brentford will win 3 1. So I've got to dock you a point now. I made a mistake on yeah. that. I'm um, definitely uh, relegated to Talksport too, but I don't mind. I'll do my best to come back. I've got my parachute payment. You've, um, well, the, the Talksport listeners, they got two points. They finished on 67. The other presenters aren't happy with me earning much more than that. 67 <laughs> for the season. But you got five, Andy, and you finished. <laughs> on 66 so you were a high scoring week but it wasn't enough to save you from but the way it works here is a bit like the old days of re-election 
you, you've got a very good drinks cabinet, we know, in the director's <laughs> yeah, box. That's right. And uh, so we don't want any of those kind of clubs <laughs> with very poor uh, drinks cabinets in the director's box <laughs> coming up into the league. So we'll do it like the old days when the, the league used to choose who they wanted. It wasn't automatic. So we're doing that, Andy. So okay. it's your... Um, it's your uh, I promise I'll, I'll be better next cabinet. season. Okay, well, let's just hope so. So there we are. Congratulations to the pros. and especially I've got a new owner for next year. Especially you have, yeah. Especially <laughs> Danny Mills, who, who pulled off that big win uh, right at the end. Well done to him. Um, uh, Andy, well, yes, well, you were telling us earlier on how much you despise the music of ABBA. Um, and a number of the listeners have said, including Freddie Jones and um, Mark, it would be great if you could get ABBA in. Because as Freddie said, we, we, we know very well Andy would say, oh, it's lovely to meet you all. I've got all your albums. I've always been a big fan. <laughs> you have got wouldn't. previous for slaughtering people till yeah. they walk into this studio and then suddenly uh, you're their biggest fan. who it is? Paula Radcliffe. I mean, that's right yeah you've, you've been a bit harsh and poor and she came in oh yeah well you were all over her weren't you it was like you certainly changed your tune <laughs> what can you do uh, Brenda Titterton from Derby has written to oh, the Sun oh, about <laughs> Jose Mourinho okay, well, that's the important news of the day oh, yeah. sorted yeah she says great to see Jose Mourinho winning the Europa Conference League trophy with Roma thank you I didn't realise the players at Manchester United and Tottenham turned on him but he's had the last laugh with yet another trophy you do know it's the Europa Conference you do know that Brenda don't you it doesn't actually well, count but well done it's no Audi Cup not in my eyes <laughs> certainly so um, you know, the number of songs people wanted us to ruin I wonder if the moment has gone now really because well I don't uh, mind what do they want well they wanted um, I, I don't know we, we were making the point earlier on Andy said the reason he couldn't get on with ABBA he started to sing ABBA songs in this style he began but we said you can ruin any song <laughs> by right, anybody very true some of the greatest songs in the world and we pointed out you could go you could go na 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 and you've ruined that haven't you yeah so it's true I do love Martin me. in Manchester though he says that uh, he thinks we must be brothers he says not only do we share a birthday hate Speedway and tennis but also hate ABBA maybe yeah what a kindred maybe, spirit maybe you were separated at birth maybe yeah maybe you should get together with, <laughs> it could, probably looks like we've been great yeah it could be one for Davina we'll get on the Davina <laughs> get you and Martin together and, so, and Andy in Newport I couldn't do this he said could I attempt to ruin Firestarter by the Prodigy yeah. but that's not that sort of song Fire, that's a brilliant song isn't it so, well yeah but that, that doesn't seem to have stopped you before does it you're not very good you sound it's, like Ken Bates then <laughs> you're doing a Ken Bates oh, go on then go on then Twisted fire starling won't clear off. Ken Bates sings the I'm a fire songs starling. of Prodigy. That would be fantastic, yeah. Some real bangers, the Ken Bates album. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. We'll continue building up to the Champions League final a little bit later on. And we'll have some clips of the week. Todd Macklin joins us. But before all that, of course, that music signals the arrival of squad number nine, King of Overnights, massive in Kuala Lumpur. It is Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. You yeah. all right? Yeah, yeah. we're good. good, yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So you've been watching a bit of sport on TV this week. What's well, caught your eye? Only a bit of sport on TV. Uh, not going to be quite as comprehensive as it usually is. Okay. Because uh, I read this report that said cutting television viewing to uh, less than an hour a day could prevent one, it could prevent 
represent one in ten cases of heart disease, wow. according to researchers. And I reached that sort of age where you sort of think about that thing. Yeah. This was in a um, in a learned journal called BMC Medicine, right. which I get mainly for the crossword. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously. Yes, I saw yeah. this story and I made the point that it's not great for football fans. You could only no, watch an hour of the an game. An hour a day. Yeah. It's uh, shocking. So I'll tell you, I've been uh, so I've been watching sort of nuggets. Okay. Um, on YouTube, mm. there's a thing on YouTube called Bunch of Amateurs. Are yeah. you aware of no, this? No, I'm not. No, no. Well, they're, they're sort of short films about teams in the National League South. Mm. So it's teams <laughs> like Dorking yeah. and um, Concord, Concord Rangers from Dorking have won promotion now. They are Dorking have won promotion. Side, yeah. And if you want to follow their um, mm. their plight, you know, to win promotion, mm. uh, the the episode I watched was season two, episode twenty eight, which was subtitled "Plight of the Concord," <laughs> which was uh, <laughs> not bad. Like yes, I like that. Plight yeah. of the Concord, which was a ba- mm. it was a match basically Dorking versus uh, Concord Rangers. Concord Rangers. I, was, I was hoping you'd say that. It'd be a bit odd if it wasn't, wouldn't it? Yes. With a title like that. Indeed, yeah. Well, there's another one that's called uh, Apocalypse Slough. <laughs> so these uh, are good. very good. They're good. Yeah. Well, they're, they're yeah. little, you know, sort of twenty-five minute, half-hour shows on um, on YouTube. You can get two of what those was, in a day. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. So you, you get to watch a complete thing. Mm. Whereas, obviously, I've not been able to watch any of the playoffs or any of that because they're too long. And uh, yeah. you know, and like the old ticker, you've got <laughs> you're to keeping watch, quite rigidly to, to this, aren't you? <laughs> very rigid. Yeah. So um, and there's a little. There's one called the making of a bunch of amateurs where the guy who actually uh, uh, directs these mm. um, short films well I have to say these short films um, they don't have warnings as to the fact that some of the language may be right. a little bit industrial mm. uh, but you do know if you watch the making of a bunch of amateurs the guy swears like a trooper just when he's telling you how he makes it he right. says hello I'm Rich the director the editor and everything flipping else of bunch of amateurs obviously doesn't right. say so he, set, he, he sets no, the tone good. really he really. sets the tone yeah. but yeah that's fun it, it really, sounds, it, I'll go it, and check them out it sounds yeah. like I love yeah. it the titles have dragged me in but I mean Apocalypse Slough who's not going to watch something called no, Apocalypse Slough precisely <laughs> so um, yes I watched that mm. Um, I watched a bizarre documentary yeah. on uh, Netflix called mm. Knuckle, right. which is about... Um, and, uh, the bizarre thing is it's sponsored or, or made by the Irish Film Board. Right. And it's a guy called Ian Palmer who spent about 14 years, I think it's either... I can't remember, I forgot to write it down, it's either 12 or 14 years, mm. making this documentary about bare-knuckle boxing wow. um, between uh, Irish traveller families right and uh, i mean it really is brutal because they don't stop the, the they show you a scene of a fight and they don't stop the fight until either one guy is totally knocked out or um gives up so they carry on with this boxing and at, at the end of it one of these guys is like you know his face is just a mass of blood and flesh it's wow. just it's just horrendous sounds a bit like mma <laughs> It's, it's mm. worse. Honestly, I, I thought it was, you know, I, I find boxing a little bit cruel for me, but this was... Um, because also the thing is, it's between two Irish traveller families mm. who were sworn enemies, and they've been enemies for like 20 years, and they make videos to insult each other <coughs> so right. that they, you know, they ramp up... Me the, and Andy do that, to be honest. Well, you may very <laughs> yeah, well, but... I make I mean, videos th- to abuse him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not like this, though. No, no, it's, it's 
it's um, and they have bets, side bets of twenty grand. You know, just oh, sort of word. huge. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, they don't go into. I mean, is that the score that the, the Fury family, including Tyson, came up through in terms of the sort of hone their skills? Maybe not to that extreme level, but. Well, I'm possibly sure early on. Yeah, quite yeah. possibly. The, yeah. The, this is a, a feud between the Joyce family and the Quinn McDonough um, family, oh. two travellers' families. We hear all about the, uh, you know, about the dispute, which has got this bad blood going back at least fifty years. They say it gets uh, good reviews. The film it's seen. I mean, it's quite. It was at the oh, Sundance a, Festival in two thousand eleven. Oh it yeah, it's very, very well arty. put together. Yeah, it's very arty. It's very well put together. Also, to get into that world and I'm not infiltrate it. Such, but be allowed in to, to sort of witness that mm. sort of thing, I would imagine, was well, it took, not him, easy took him 12 gun. years or yeah, however yeah. long it was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Ian Palmer, the uh, documentary maker, deserves a mention. I found it was more like anthropology than sport, if you like, you yeah. know, because you were looking at the, uh, you know, at the two, at the whole culture of this. Uh, so you'd Irish recommend trip. it, but, you know, if not well, for the no, Swedish. No, I'd, I'd recommend it, but definitely not for the, well, sort of fast forward over the, um, over the fight the brutal scenes, fight would, scenes, because yeah. they are pretty brutal. And the rest of the, the, the sort of quotes he gets from the families um i have to say i did switch subtitles on so you get the subtitles because otherwise you won't know what the hell's happening to be honest but yeah well worth watching i I mean it was uh was surprised to me i Mm. just saw the title you know knuckle on netflix i thought right i'll give this an hour yeah uh, (laughs) see if i can last out what a window uh, now the french open tennis a game of tennis couldn't last longer than an hour so have you got around that oh i love the french open tennis like andy yeah a big fan um i'll tell you what impressed me about the french open tennis this week and that is obviously wimbledon is very controversial this year with the banning of the yeah yeah uh, the Russian and the Belarusian tennis players and it means there's no ranking points mm. now in the past I've always you know because I'm not a huge maven of tennis mm. I've always thought the ranking points is just as a convenience really for um, tennis writers yeah. you know where people are in the rank and for the seedings and all that didn't realise it was such a huge thing you know involving sponsorship etc sure, etc yeah, et yeah. now um, McEnroe who they have McEnroe and Mats Wilander who are sort of on the outside mm-hmm. In the uh, Eurosport studio, it's Barbara Shett and uh, Tim Henman. And I always think, as we've said lots of times, it should be called Game Shet and Mats, yeah. which they've always resisted yeah. on Eurosport. <laughs> it does seem such a shame, yeah, doesn't it? It's a tapping, shame. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, McEnroe was having a real go at Wimbledon, saying, yeah. you know, they shouldn't have done it and, you know, Medvedev should be playing, etc., etc. And I was very impressed with Tim. We've always thought of him mm, a bit on the wet side, you know, I'm not. Uh, do you know what I mean? Mm, you, it's sure, probably yeah. the, the name Tim. So, oh, come on, Tim, and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. The so, name Tim. You've always thought. And apologies to any Tims listening. Tim Witherspoon, for example, for about 20 years running. Heavyweight champion of the world. You can take it up with him well, if yeah, you like. All right. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? We've never thought. Yeah. But he held his, you know, he really did uh, hold to um, his loyalty to Wimbledon. And, you know, and had a go back at uh, John McEnroe and said, you know, that Wimbledon's doing what should be done as regards... You know, the situation in Ukraine and everything, um, which, you know, having I mean, an argument with McEnroe on the TV, yeah. uh, a new respect for... Uh, mm. no, I heard about this. It, it, it made the papers, the fact yeah. they had a bit of a falling Did they have a fight? Yeah. 
I don't think it got. Oh, think it wasn't bare knuckle. It would have been good if it was. Amongst, no, not quite. <laughs> started a feud among the yeah. uh, families of uh, Henman yeah. and uh, but McElroy. Are we still? Are we still? Are going we still out? on? I know. No, unbelievably, we are. That's amazing. <laughs> we, no, I just want to know. Are we? Are we still going out on long wave? Uh, yeah. Um, because I know that. Um, yeah. Uh, Blowers has had a right go. That. Uh, be, and I thought, who's listening to long yeah. wave radio? You know, um, there's like people basically stuck at sea somewhere, yeah. listening to the cricket. And and, and, and still needing to know what's happening with the shipping forecast. But the people who are listening on Longwave, yeah. you know, not to make too fine a point, it would be the same generation myself and Andy, <laughs> yeah. only watching an hour's TV a day, so <laughs> to protect the heart. But you, you can get Test Match Special on Medium Wave. Of course you can wave. get it. Yeah, yeah. You can get it anywhere. Do you want to promote any other rival shows? <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's gone <laughs> off. It's not as good as it was. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> okay. oh, no, he gives me one end and he <laughs> takes away with the other, but being a company man. But, okay, well, Martin, you're... That's what I watched. I'll, I'll carry on if you want. No, no, no. no it's no, good no. that you watched it. I, I did think of a, a bit of an idea. Oh, okay. Which I don't know whether this is the place for it, but you'll you'll stop me if it's not. Mm, almost but certainly. I, <laughs> there was a thing in the papers about people like Hugh Edwards and uh, Nagaman Chetty, sort yeah. of big BBC names, mm. uh, going out and doing uh, gigs. You know, yeah. like corporate gigs and all that sort of thing, and yeah. listing the papers. I think they have to list it with a B. So listing the papers, how mm. much they get paid, and the standard response by the sort of anti-BBC press, which is yeah. basically all the press, <laughs> the standard response is it's shocking that these people are going out and earning this money. Yeah. My response is that the BBC should act as agents for these people because the reason they're going out and doing stuff is because yeah. they're on the telly all the time. Right. So the BBC... They should get uh, so 15, 20% of oh, yeah, That's a good idea. B- yeah. yeah, so the BBC should act not just as a broadcaster, but also as an a- almost like a state-sponsored wow. pimp, if you like. <laughs> Out, pimping out their stars and oh. saying, you know, well, look, thank you for making us the forum for this idea, Martin. I'm sure that I'm sure I love the fact you've inflicted it on us and not done it on your own show when you got I'll, six I'll hours. It, well, I'll do it again on my own show when uh, people <laughs> bit more who've time. Been listening to this have been asleep, but I can go into it in yeah. more detail, okay? Because it don't touch that dial, yeah, don't touch that dial. It's worth worth yeah. thinking about. I've I have thought from it your, all through from your show that you, you, you have a few tips racing and football and they, they've been quite successful haven't yeah they? and we've done very well yeah, the football yeah. tips I tipped Burnley to go down you know didn't even be very popular not at the start of the season not at the start of the season well the start of the season five minutes towards the end of yeah. the game <laughs> well no at the start of the season you would have got Odds on on Burnley yeah, no, to go down. Right. I, I got yeah. two to one, you know, because oh, I exactly. backed him. But you really the got in for Burnley, aren't you? <laughs> no, well, no, no, I love Burnley. Burnley and Ricky Gervais. I wanted, uh, <laughs> I wanted Leeds to survive. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now earlier on, uh, you said you said you enjoyed Ali Ross's column in the Sun, and uh, you, mm. they have this uh, section: uh, the unexpected morons in the bagging area. Yes, terrible quiz answers from mm. the week's quizzes, and one of them was which Irish airport uh, has the code. O-R-K. Yeah. And we worked out quite quickly, because there's only one letter missing, that it's Cork. It would seem that it was Cork. Yeah, you struggled. Ali's got a couple more for you. He's been in touch. He said, could you test Andy on these mystery <laughs> Irish cities and see if he gets either of them right uh, on Tipping Point Lucky Stars? The first one is U-B-L-I-N. U-B-L-I-N. Irish cities, that, that might be the code for the epic. U-B... U-B-L-I-N. Linfield? I don't know. U B U B L I N. Yeah. Now, think when we did Cork, there was a letter missing. U B U B. Oh, Dublin. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I see how it works. Oh, right. I've got it now. And the other one is E L F A S T. 
Elfast. Yeah. <laughs> there we are, Ali. You wasn't expecting that, was you, when you sent oh, them in? Oh, you know. What can you do? Linfield. Uh, and on that bombshell, I mean, <laughs> yes, let's keep let's keep broadcasting anyway, because we've got a massive game of football tomorrow night. I've gone home. <laughs> I think you have. Um, stand in the corner with that tall hat on with a point on it, <laughs> facing the wall, child. Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Uh, we spoke to Alan Fletcher from a Liverpool perspective earlier on, but uh, joining us now, Spanish football expert, former Spurs, Manchester United, Wimbledon Cobb frontman, Terry Gibson. Hi, Terry. Hi, Paul. And looking forward to the final in Aris. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me course, too. Of course you are. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So I take it I've got a if I get a couple of spare tickets for the Aber experience. Oh, you're not the, interested. No, as holograms. Even if they come round to your house and perform the songs live, <laughs> absolutely not. Not even he wouldn't open the curtains to watch them. <laughs> I wouldn't. Okay. Fair enough. Well, um, still they probably don't listen to this show. Let's no, be honest. I don't know. Might do. Benny does. Hello, lads. <laughs> Benny here from Aber. Great show. <laughs> Um, got okay, Gottenberg won't win the title. Yeah, <laughs> we're back on Monday, aren't we? Oh, we That's are. The yeah. plan. Yeah. Uh, so we're back on Monday, building up to a bit of England. Looking back on the playoffs and the Champions League final. Do hope you can join us from one o'clock. If not, the podcast will be available at around four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.